0: Check out our hot deals on fishing, hunting, and shooting gear during Cabela's Summer Clearance. Get your family ready for a day on the water with 40% off all in-stock adult and youth flotation vests and savings on rods, reels, and tackle. Upgrade your optics to a Vortex with $500 off their Razor HD Spotting Scope and $80 off their Crossfire 2 Rifle Scope. Plus, we've got savings on select ammo and reloading accessories. There's something for everybody during Cabela's Summer Clearance going on now.
1: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Give Up
2: the Grind with your hosts, Dr. Greta Anderson and Kevin R. McGee. Insights and offerings for building your best life on your terms. Every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Cat Builder Radio Network. To listen to this and other great past shows, go to www.catbuilderradionetwork.com or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening
1: and we hope you enjoy the show.
2: Hello family, hello family, welcome to Give Up, Give Up the Grind. Happy Wednesday to everyone out there. My name is Kevin McGee, and I'm joined by the wonderful Miss Dr. Greta Anderson. How are you doing today, Greta? I'm doing great.
3: How are you, Kevin? Awesome.
2: I'm awesome. I'm awesome. We're halfway awesome through the Wednesday. week. Awesome Wednesday.
3: Indeed. Exactly. Awesome, awesome <laughs> Wednesday. So, yeah. So awesome it's. Wednesday. It feels like it's going to be a short week because of the holiday, but it's really not. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of weird,
2: but, you know. Well, it's a short week for me because my kids are gone, Greta. You know, I shut oh, them off. that makes for a short week. That makes for oh, make- a, a very, a lightweight week. Oh, How about that? Right, a very lightweight week, very lightweight week. So having a, having a great week, man, just uh, enjoying the summer. How about yourself? You've been enjoying yeah. the summer so far?
3: I've been enjoying summer. You know, I am a summer girl, so I enjoy 15, 16 hours of sunlight. I enjoy waking up with the birds and the sunshine right. and warm weather. It's never too hot for me. So this, is, my, this right. is really my time of year. So, yes.
2: I think I feel the same way. I mean, it's been, uh, it's been unseasonably cool in Atlanta, though. I mean, like, the, it's been raining for, like, you know, the last week and a half or so pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. The temperatures haven't really been hot-lanta hot Atlanta hot you know, it's been pretty mild. So I think I'm ready for a little warm right. weather myself.
3: Well, I, and I think it's coming. So, I mean, we just got to the, you know, the, the equinox a few days back. But I think as I saw the forecast, we're going to turn a corner. It's going to be a little bit more humid. It's going to be more like hot Atlanta. So I think that um, we're heading into it. And so with that, you know, we've got to um, – this is often a time where people try to get things a little bit more, more into balance and, and enjoying a little right. more Time away from that desk, or
1: yeah, you know, yeah. if you
3: will, that grind so and that time. type of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, so it's a good time, time to talk vacation. about
3: today's topic.
2: Yeah, how do you accomplish? balance work life balance? Right, definitely work life balance. How do you get the? I love I love the term. Uh, how do you get the salt life? as they say down here in the south around Florida mm-hmm. and, and and South Carolina how do you get the salt life right the beach life how do you get the work life right. balance
3: mm-hmm. right
2: yeah, yeah so I mean I think so, yeah. you know when I talk when I look at um you know balance I think I've always tried to have you know that kind of work life balance in my life and and trying to find that happy medium between you know, how hard you work, getting things done, but also spending time doing the things that you love with the people you love. And, you know, I mean, it's difficult, you know, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it's, it's it's difficult, you know, uh, to try and balance everything, you know, and still, you know, make progress in your, in your personal life, make progress in your business life. But I mean, I think there are some, some tips and, and tools that, that we can use. So I think the first question though is really, you have to kind of define what does work life balance really mean to you? So like for you, Greta, what? How do you define kind of work-life balance? What does What does that mean for you? Okay, so
3: so and here's the thing, and this this may take the conversation in an interesting direction, or I may not. Of course, I'm biased. I'm about to make this, <laughs> make, this <laughs> make this declaration here. Right. I am kind of grown to believe that work-life balance is a myth. Now, what right. I believe in is work-life alignment. And the reason that I say this is because very rarely in your life are there going to be multiple things moving at the exact same rate of speed. So it's almost impossible to balance them. But I can be in proper alignment. Right. So there are going to be times, for example, as a business owner, as a business builder, where – I don't really have a choice but to put a bunch of the eggs in my total basket into the business. But I'm aware and knowing that this is the emphasis. So I'm not placing pressure on myself, if you will. Oh, my gosh, I'm out, of, I'm out of balance. I'm working 75 right. hours a week because I have this new startup. Now, I know that this is not the way I can live my life for the next 20 years, but I know that at this period of time, right. this quarter, this year, maybe I've got. It's, this is going to be the way it is. So I'm, a, and and so all the moving parts um, that accompany that fit into the totality of my life, if you will, are put into a more realistic perspective. I mean, if I'm working right. seventy five hours, I can't expect to have a handicap or two on the golf course. I can't, <laughs> right. you know, I can't expect to be able to spend every evening with friends and family. I you know, there are lots of things that I cannot expect to be able to do if I know at this moment in time am I, I'm having to, to put okay that. Exactly.
2: And you have to be okay with that.
3: And that's why I kind of you I, I kind of think of alignment versus balance. Because my scales my scales have been out of balance since probably childhood.
2: Right. 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 I mean, I think uh, it's interesting you, you use the analogy of a scale. I did a, um, a couple of weeks ago when I spoke in Chicago. We spoke about this same topic, and one of the things that, that that I kind of mentioned to the audience was that when you look at like the word balance itself, and you look at the definition of it, you know, one of the one of the definitions, you know, says that balance is a verb, and so it means that it's an mm-hmm. active process. You know, you're constantly mm-hmm. moving yeah. weights. You know, on that scale, kind of back and forth, always trying mm-hmm. to balance and counterbalance, you know, what's going on. And I think for me, that's really what kind of work-life balance means. I mean, I agree that it, it is a myth that you'll have this this point in your life where everything is even all the time, right? You know, you're doing enough at home, enough on your job, enough with your business, enough with your family, enough with your friends. You know, I think it's really more about constantly sort of looking at all those areas of your life and kind of reprioritizing, you know, the things that you need to do to to achieve, you know, that ultimate level, you know, of balance, you know, because I don't think mm-hmm. that, you know, you kind of get to a point where everything is even because quite honestly, if you ever got to a point where everything was balanced, everything was even, life would probably be pretty boring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? I mean, you, you really wouldn't right. you would, you really would have any challenges. You wouldn't have any things to overcome. You know, you just kind of be, you know, I I guess balance, but I think, you know, for me, yeah, it's just static, you know, you just be kind of moving. So for me, I think it's always been, you know, a situation where you're constantly looking at how you kind of reprioritize the things that you do uh, and reprioritize your time and kind of find that, that, that ideal thing. I do think that, you know, there are times when you have to deliberately kind of balance your life. You know, when you feel that you're, you know, working too much and, you're putting in a lot of hours, maybe your health is suffering, maybe your relationships are suffering. You know, you have to kind of look up and say, Hey, I need to maybe put some more time or some more priority, you know, on this other area, you know, over here. I mean, what do you think about, you know, when you, you know, how how do you kind of know when you're kind of at your wit's end and you sort of work too hard and you're at that point where you need to kind of maybe pull back a little bit.
3: I know there, there are several kinds of indicators. I know that, um, I've learned, you know, I I was one of those people I just thought that, you know, I could run on basically a lengthy nap every night, four or five hours, (laughs) you know, um, (laughs) and there were many years where that's what, you know, I mean, I I never got more than six hours sleep. I mean, I worked early to late, seven days a week for many years. And I've learned that the best way to take care of the business, the best way to take care of me is to take good care of me. And so when I see slippage in those areas, I'm not getting enough sleep, as much sleep as I like, or feel you know I need. I need about seven and a half to eight and a half to operate very well. I'm not getting that. I'm going to bed too late. I'm not eating well because I'm I won't say I'm I'm a health nut, but I'm very conscious about what I put into my body. I'm eating. Right. I'm not eating well. Why? Because I'm I'm running here, running there, doing all these things. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, when I lose a little track of that system that keeps me well, that's when I know. Right. Because things are just just to inevitably not be running as efficiently. When you are alert, when you are well as a person in your physical state and your mental and spiritual state, that's when you do your best
2: work. I agree hundred percent. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty much the same. I think, you know, when I see for me, it's, it's, you know, a little more cut and dry. You know, if if I have a day where, you know, I got up on the wrong side of the bed, I went outside, my tire was flat, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I got to my first appointment late, you know, and some other things sort of went wrong in the course of the day. I just sort of say literally, (laughs) okay, I just need to stop. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just going to do a do over on it. We're just going to stop. You know, we're going to cancel the rest of the meetings for the day. You know, we're just going to kind of reset, you know, because for me, that's just kind of a clear indicator, you know, we aren't going in the right direction. And and I'm of the school of thought, you know, if my energy isn't there, if my energy isn't moving in the right direction, sure. I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not engage that day because it's not going to be, you know, as productive. And I'll, I'll you know, there have been right. many days where I've just, you know, I'll turn back around, I'll go back home or I'll, I'll go on a hike, <laughs> you know, I'll do something. Yeah again, it's to to a day K
3: a day K because I call a little it a day K. Yeah. I mean,
2: I love doing a day K, you know, just kind of yeah. go somewhere and, and clear my thoughts, you know, because I think at the end of the day, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on the time that we have and the time that we use. And we sort of, you know, I think hold ourselves hostage in terms of, we sort of say, Hey, I have to get this done by this time. I have to go to the meeting by this time. I have to make this appointment. And we kind of mm-hmm. put ourselves on this timeline, but, but in actuality, you know, our time, it belongs to us, right? My time belongs exactly. to me. Your time belongs right. to you. It doesn't belong to, uh, as much as it may sound, you know, to, you know, your family, to your friends, to your clients, to your appointments, right. to your other obligations. Right. It belongs to you, and you can decide right. at any given moment how you want to use your time. Right.
3: <laughs> we make <laughs> conscious decisions on how we're going to yeah.
2: allot our time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Benjamin Hayes, who who was the president of the Morehouse, he had a very beautiful quote that that I love and I like to receive it, but it goes like this. It says, I've only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give an account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minutes. But eternity is in it. Is that awesome, man? That's an awesome quote. That is That's so awesome telling. Quote. I mean, it, it I mean, is. Too. You know, I mean, we. Awesome. Think of, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, we think about you know the minutes that we spend, but we never really think about just how much those minutes mean. Because the fact of the matter is, once once you use that minute, you never get it's it gone. back.
1: <laughs>
2: it's yeah, gone. I think
3: we you know. We talked about that, you know, what we, you know, in our inaugural episode. And, you know, I was saying that time is, is is in many ways as important as money. I mean, mm. you only get so much of it, and it don't no matter how much yeah. money you make, you can't make more time.
2: You can't get more time, right? You can't buy, no. <laughs> no, you
3: can't buy you any more. No. Even if you
2: have a billion dollars, you can't buy right. one more minute. Right.
3: Right. Now, you may be able to create an environment where you have an opportunity to use the, your time to do more things that you like to do, but it's still only 24 hours in the day.
2: Yeah, yeah. And not only and that, so, but you, you never know, know, know. The scariest thing is you never know when your time is up. <laughs> you, you never, know, I mean? know. Like, you never there's no know. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that you'll have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years right. on this planet. Right. You know? Right. A lot of people All of us can they had to Right. We all know somebody who thought they had the rest right. of their lives and, and, and God rest their souls, they're no longer with us. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. So uh, we have to manage that time. Now, do you feel you manage your time well? Do you think overall you manage your time well?
3: I think I've be, I'm becoming pretty good at it. Um, I, uh, I guess maybe a year or two ago, I decided to... Um, because I didn't really have another term for it at the time, I decided to become more selfish with my time. So right. um, what that basically translated, in, translates into is that, of course, I'm going to do what I need to do for my businesses and other commitments. I'm going to serve with excellence in whatever I do, you know, to reaffirm that. Um, but when I need time for me, um, which is often, I mean, to keep myself operating at a high level, to keep myself healthy, to keep myself well, to keep myself happy, I have to do some things for Greta. And so I stopped feeling guilty about doing it all the time. I stopped feeling guilty about deciding, I love the beach, I love the ocean, I love the Caribbean, anything with sand and water, I'm there. I stopped feeling guilty about um, putting a quarterly Caribbean trip on my calendar. I stopped, I just stopped worrying about what it might look like to people, what I need it, and so I do it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, for me, same thing. A couple of years ago, I made some conscious decisions to really, you know, take your time back because I think we give it away so much. Mm-hmm. You know, we we join organizations, we give away our time, we go networking, we give away our time. We go to receptions and give away our time. We go to banquets and dinners and we go to chamber of commerce meetings as business owners and give away our time. We, you know, spend time with our family and give away our time, which, is, which right. is great. You know, we, you know, go on sales calls and give away our time. And so we're constantly giving away our time. And so I made a decision that I had to really prioritize. So I cut out a lot of the networking. I cut out, you know, a lot of the what I would call, you know, socializing and and, and social capital and and started spending a lot more time on myself and and with my family and and those people that I love. And, you know, I I got a great return on it. You know, I think Mm -hmm. sometimes you can get so engaged in trying to grow your business, trying to operate your business, trying to make connections and relationships and networking and things of that nature that you can lose sight of the reasons why you really started your business, which was in most cases to spend more time doing the things that you love to do. And so I think before you know it, you look up and you spend a lot of time uh, networking, receptions, dinners, you know, et cetera. And That's there's not a lot of impact. Yeah, there's not a lot of impact. Sure. You know, you can't really point right. and say, well, you know, what is the impact of all of these receptions, all of these socials that I went to? You know, what is the impact? You know, that, okay. yeah, I know a lot of people, I've met right. a lot of people, but, you know, how has that really impacted? So any right. tips, you have right. any tips for how you, you know, for, for the for the listeners to better manage their time?
3: Well, one thing I want wanted to say this regarding your comments. Um, I, let's acknowledge to, to an extent that, Kevin, that you were able to make that decision or comfortable with that decision after many years of being a successful business owner and builder. Right. So True. sometimes True. I think it goes back to that alignment. You know, sometimes I do have to put the pedal to the metal. I'm going to have to do a bit more networking. I'm going to have to do a, a few more lunches. I'm going to have to do a few more, you know, you know, after work, such and such and so-and-sos, because I'm in the process of trying to develop a clientele, build relationships, right. that type of thing. True. But, that, yes, but it does come a point when, as you said, enough is enough or enough is too much. So I think that um as you asked me I, do I have any tips I think one of the biggest tips is to not go into things blindly thinking that this is the only way to do it the only way for me to succeed is to to for the next 10 years is to blindly put the pedal down and forsake our relationships and you know right. Just go to the extreme here, because in all actuality, those other pieces of of life health wellness family friends those are gonna be the parts that help you endure and actually move to the next level
2: yeah i I think i would i think my tip is is and I agree hundred percent with what you said um mine would be i think one of the ways that I've managed my time better is to really utilize the technology that we have now. You know, the ability to, you know, schedule meetings, mm-hmm. uh, have meetings in remote locations, you know, have telephone meetings, right. teleconferences, yep. webinars. And so, you know, what I've done is I've cut out a lot of the meeting, the in-person meetings
1: mm-hmm.
2: that I've had in the past. And I've done more, you know, get phone calls, conference calls, webinars, teleconferences, mm-hmm. and they work just as well. But you get a lot because, you know, you also lose a lot of time driving to the meeting. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. Just
3: oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot around, to talk about uh, traffic, in that 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 whole oh, the, the the technology and yeah. and so let's do this, Kevin. How about we take a little break?
2: Piece.
3: Let's take because there's a lot That's to talk awesome. about with the technology and 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 this whole piece. So how about we take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about the process from A to Z about business ownership, wellness, and the whole bit.
2: And we have a special guest coming back after the break, don't we, Greta? Miss Tara Bailey will be on the line and talking to us about her business and her "Give Up the Grind" story. So we'll be back in just a moment. Give Up the Grind. Oh
1: my
4: goodness.
1: You mean to tell me you haven't heard yet? You don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait a minute. Let me break it down and make it plain. On August 13, 2017, one of the greatest events is going to take place. This is the 6th Annual Nonprofit Trinity Awards that's going to be taking place at the Porter Stanford Performing Arts Center. Now listen, men, you've got to have your swag. Women, you've got to wear your finest, your gowns, because at 5 p.m., there's going to be a photo op session. Yes? People are going to walk down the red carpet, have their photos taken. It is going to be wonderful. Mix and tingle. They'll be all dressed. What is this all about? Well, let me tell you. On August 13, 2017 at the Porter-Sanford Performing Arts Center, it's going to be the Nonprofit Trinity Awards, the sixth annual one, that is. For more information, you've got to go to www.nonprofittrenditawards.org. Don't miss this great event. It's going to be second unto none. you got to be there. Hope to see you.
2: Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Thank you. And we are back with Give Up the Grind. Welcome back. My host. What's up, Greta? Everything good with you? We're back from the break. Everything's good. Everything back from the break. Excited, because we have a guest. Excited. We have a we have our this is our inaugural guest, Greta. This is our first guest. On our new show, and I'm just so excited! I feel like a real radio host type person. You know what I'm saying? We have a guest. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not only that, she, I mean, we know her. She personifies. We know her well. And businesswoman is from a, a to
2: Z. Bona fide businesswoman, entrepreneur, startup rock star, mother, wife, daughter. Uh, uh, What else is she? I see an entrepreneur already. Socialite. She's all that. She's she's done a lot of great things, and she's she's kept it all in balance uh, over the years. Uh, She has founded a business and and did very well at it, and and ultimately so. Tell us a little bit more about that as well. But welcome to the show, Ms. Tara
4: Bailey. How are you doing today, ma'am? Thank you. I'm good. I'm going to have you guys start traveling and giving introductions to me everywhere I go now. <laughs> We're good at oh, that. I'm we good. can do just, that.
2: Just make sure you pay me. <laughs> just make sure you pay me. I'm That's a hype
3: man. Right. You exactly. gotta pay the hype yes. yes. man. We're good. Hype <laughs> team. Is that money?
4: Team work? dream work? Yes. That's how, how you doing? How you doing, Jess? Everything good? Everything's good. I um, You know, you guys are saying a lot about the work-life balance. That's an ongoing thing, so it's all good, and I'm happy to be able to join you guys today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank so you. tell us.
2: So, so, so before we kind of start started with the questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of, you know, your journey from uh, kind of the corporate realm into entrepreneurship and then kind of like your exit out of that? I think the listeners would really love to hear that.
4: Yeah, so um, I was in the financial industry for 10 years and being the, I was an account executive, so I was the front line person giving all the excuses about the good, the bad, and the ugly that was happening to people's businesses and retirement plans. So I kind of Mm. got tired of smoothing over and being the bearer of good and bad news for a company. And, you know, I felt like I could put that energy into my own business. Um, My husband and I, we always wanted to be business owners and talked about it. And then it just got to the point, if you don't jump in and do it, it just kind of never happened. So, right. um, you know, I kind of took a different route and, and used a franchise broker. I just felt like that was the better um, path for me, um, but that's mm-hmm. how I ended up arriving at at starting business.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so you started the business. Uh, what, what was the industry?
4: Yeah, so I had a home care agency, so um, I employed nurse assistants to go out and help seniors in the area. Um, so it was a 24-7 business. So work-life balance was always a challenge. Um, and I think, Greta, like you said, it's an active process. It was something that you're just always doing. There's never really a, a true balance. Um, so I found that delegating and, and bringing the right people into my business and being able to trust them to help me, um, made a huge difference in being able to help with balance. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I did the home care agency for five years, and um, the time frame I just sold the business about a month ago. So just coming into Thank this you. new life. <laughs> Thank you. Coming into round this of, new with, life. Round and, of applause without. So, yeah, what right. you think? That's yeah. Deep,
3: yeah. Round of applause, yeah. yes. Yes so you're no. getting a chance to breathe a bit. I mean, it's you know, the the, the transaction the process of closing on a sale in there, so I
4: understand it's like you're you're getting to breathe right now, uh, to kind of take a look back at things. Yes, and that was that's work in itself just and that was the first time going through it. I know Kevin, you talk about being a first-time entrepreneur all the time. So, this was something new yep, yep. and you know, once you travel through it, I feel like I did the whole process from start to finish. And to be able to come out with a successful sale is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it feels yeah, like that's I an think, accomplishment. So happy yeah. to be able to come out yeah. alive on the other end. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I,
2: it, it, that honestly, you know, Tara, I mean, that's more than huge. I mean, you know, if you look at just the, the statistics alone on – you know, small business startup rates, small business startup failures, first-time entrepreneur failures. To start a business, operate it for five years, that business be profitable, profitable. Excuse me, be able to successfully sell that business and put a few coins in your pocket. That, mm-hmm. That's that's nothing short of amazing. I mean, you really should be, you know, proud of yourself, uh, you know, for doing that and, and for really kind of moving in that direction, man. I mean, I think. You know, I mean, that's an awesome feat. You know, you've kind of seen the whole cycle. What – so let me ask you this. So you you started the business. It was doing well. Uh, At some point, you know, you decided to sell. I mean, you know, we've talked. We've known each other for a while. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, at what point did you sort of say, hey, you know, I want to make this transition, you know, again, you know, from from this business owner, you know, back to uh, whatever, or maybe another business. I mean, was it because you wanted more work-life balance? Did you – feel you were kind of a alab- i alab- alab- were you sort of tired of running the business? What were some of your thoughts as you went into decided to make the decision to sell?
4: um you know around year three, I did kind of realize that um my time frame my exit strategy was gonna be five between five and seven years, and um work life balance it did start to become it's it's stressful it's stressful running a a business that runs twenty four hours a day. Um, so I knew that I was gonna start that process. Um, really I really wanted to step forward last year. So around year four I knew that, okay, let's get the ball rolling and started putting feelers out to see um if there were potential buyers in in the field. Um, so that's when I really got serious and I don't I don't know if it's luck or blessings or what, but it happened really quickly for me to find a buyer. Um, so I really didn't expect for it to happen as soon. So now I'm kind of, you know, went through that whole selling process and went through, I guess, a bit of a shock. And Greta, like you said, now I'm sitting and looking back, okay, so what's next? Um, mm-hmm. So I think the the quality of life and the, the balance that I'm finding now is, okay, my kids, they've seen me run a business. They They know it can be done. So now they're asking me, okay, what's next? So them hmm. asking me is, Um, is huge and encouraging and and really getting my wheels turning on, okay, I've had this time. They know what kind of time they expect from me now um, because because of being able to balance. So um, I really do have to be careful about what steps I take next because I know that will be, you know, that ramp-up time in the beginning. It's a lot of work. Um, But I think now I know how to, to step away and manage my time a little better and and not let the business overwhelm me, not let it run me and, and really be able to run the business. I think that's a huge part to to be able to do. That makes a lot of sense. So you
3: as you know as you commented Tara there there were seasons, if you will, during um, your ownership and leadership of your business where your your time requirements were kind of, frankly, off the charts. And then mm-hmm. I guess there were some times where it wasn't quite off the charts but still quite demanding. Um, would you say that as as you moved along during the five-year tenure of your ownership, how would you say you learned to shape or fashion that so that it worked for you?
4: Um, in the beginning, I was – just really trying to do a lot of networking and meeting people and giving, like you said, Kevin, giving up time. Um, As I started to push through the business, I really learned the importance of sticking to a calendar and putting things on there that I knew needed to be done and in time frames that I knew I could actually do them. Um, So sticking to a, uh, a calendar was really, really important along with delegating things. So I like checklists. I know some people are against them, um, but even within that calendar, I might have a block where it's just going to be dedicated to um, business operations, and I want to go through QuickBooks and um, making sure that things are good in my office. So I will still have, even if there's a block of time on my calendar for that, I like to be able to check little things off even within that time frame. So that was something that helped me. And being able to That's see it. those things, colors on my calendar, mm-hmm. alert to tell me to stop um, and yeah. not give too much of my time to things, that <laughs> ended up being a big thing for me.
3: I mean, I think that um, just kind of uh, your comments there mm-hmm. go right into what we were just talking about before the before you came on, Tara, was that technology. hmm you know, it's been a game changer for uh, the world, all of us, and particularly for the for the small business owner. We we are able to do and manage tasks um, that heretofore we 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 weren't. We would have had to sit at a desk or you know ha- have another individual manage it. So, in their mm-hmm. in there times to that, um, essentially. Uh, you know mobile phones and tablets and uh, and laptops it made us more accessible than ever um, this technology has made us on it's, it's a great thing but yeah. it's made us twenty four seven people in a lot of ways now I know in your industry you're in home right. care home health care it mm-hmm. is a twenty four seven industry but um, can you speak to that whole technology component and and how it it, it it helps you and how it hinders you in some ways, or not hinders you or just made things more challenging, if, if that is even applicable.
4: Yeah, I think, you know, in the beginning, even with um, the business being 24 hours, I would leave the office, transition the phone lines to myself, and I was doing a lot of it and not trusting other people to answer phones after hours, and maybe they won't take in in do an inside sales call the right way. Um so that took me a little bit of time to be able to take my hands off of things, but after about 2 years I I really realized being able to have other people answer the phone after the after hours small things like that make a huge difference. Um and being able to make sure that caregivers were in the right place at the right time and it was huge. So even things like my caregivers being able to use phone systems to clock in and clock out, technology was really just the bread and butter of my business. There was no way I could run without systems where we could log in and CRM systems and being able to see what happened on different people's shifts. So it was really a blessing to be able to have good systems in place and um, not have to be tied to a desk. So mm. that helped a lot with work-life balance, balance. I was, I would be in my office at times, but I wasn't required to be there so much. I had to be out meeting people and referral sources. So being able to just log in to see what's happening with the business um, mm-hmm. was a big deal and really helpful. Okay. Okay. Did you make – do you think that you made just a
2: conscious decision, uh, you know, on the front end when you started your business to kind of use that technology and and to sort of build that into your business model, or was it something that you sort of added added on after you saw that there was a need for it?
4: You know, some of it was there, but honestly, connecting with other entrepreneurs and seeing how other people do things helps a lot. Um, Even, you know, connecting with you guys, and we have a – Connecting, connection, and group of other entrepreneurs that we would speak with, and being able to share ideas and seeing how other people are use, how they're using technology, and how they're managing time helps too. Because you don't know everything when you're out in the business owner world. Sometimes it can be really lonely, and you don't even realize things that are available. Um, so being able to hear from others, and you know, staying on top of of things that are actually out there is the, is, is helpful. It's really helpful.
3: Mm -hmm. I mean, what about for you, Kevin, you know, kind of technology?
2: Yeah, I think uh, it's done a lot for me. I mean, I I think I have to sort of fight the, fight the feeling that I have to be sort of angry at the millennial entrepreneurs now, because (laughs) I, I constantly tell myself, you know what I'm saying? I constantly tell myself if, you know, fifteen, twenty years ago, when I when I first started, you know, my different you know businesses or whatnot. If I if I mm-hmm. were able to run all of those from a mobile phone, I would have been a beast. Mm. I mean, like I would have just I would have smashed. <laughs> it, you know I me mean? because you look at the right. fact that, literally, with one device, you know, you could you have a calendar, you have Google Voice mm-hmm. where you can you don't even have to have your own phone number. You can get you know virtual addresses. You could build a rent you could build a website for free. You have a cash register on your phone. You could run credit cards from your phone without, you know, having to fill out I mean when the I first started accepting system, credit cards. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I started accepting credit cards, you know, my first business you had to have a merchant account, you have to have credit yeah, check, yes, you, you did. have to money, you had to buy the machine, you had to lease the machine. The machine was like two thousand dollars, you know, Right. So, I mean I mean the barriers to entry were just so, so high, and literally, even if you didn't have a storefront, yeah, you had to have mm-hmm. five ten thousand ten thousand dollars worth of cash just for the equipment to be right. in business. I remember so that <laughs> when I used to, I mean, you know, remember, I mean, I mean, you had cards, you had we had to have five
3: thousand dollars season and you had to have a phone line and a brick and mortar,
2: yeah, phone line, mm-hmm. a brick and mortar. You had to have a location, and so now you have, you know, you know people who are that's starting right. businesses, and and it's <laughs> from them. And it's like Stripe. And they have they have one cell phone, and Stripe, Stripe is free, Square is free, Cash App right. is free. Everything is free. Sign up for that. Mm-hmm. And it. I mean, it's not, so. I've definitely taken advantage yeah. of those as I've started to build out, you know, my latest business. And and you know, the the interesting thing is that I'm having to really re-educate myself on how to mm-hmm. use these technologies and really maximize sure. them and leverage them mm-hmm. because they're just just so un un un. un, un familiar to just kind of think the way that the apps, you know, so uh, just having to make that change has been well, but I definitely embrace it, you know, wholeheartedly. I mean, and I and I talk with all of my entrepreneurs, my clients, and I try to get them to understand that, you know, you have to be in that virtual space. You have to be in the app space. You have to be in a social media space, whether you want to or not, because that is mm-hmm. the new storefront of business. You know what I'm saying? That, that is the new brick and mortar, is. you know? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah, uh, I definitely, definitely agree that, that-
3: technology has enabled us to just make tremendous strides in building, you know, great businesses. Um, And it's, and here's the thing for many, if you're not careful, it can make you much more busy, but Mm -hmm. not necessarily as effective in taking care of more business. Right. Right. The the key thing is, is that 24 seven access. I mean, as you as you noted, Kevin, we have store. We have online stores. We've got websites. We've got social media. We've got you know blogging. Everything in between. If you're not disciplined about what and when you uh, spend your time online, not much is
2: getting done. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Right. Right. And I mean, you and, and you may be twenty four hours a day <laughs> on, on, right. online. You know. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And several of my clients know that you know who who begin the business um, and begin their process thinking the most important thing is to have 5000 um, likes and followers and i feel like, like mm-hmm. I, I, okay that you know having a following is is important in, in the in the world of social media but until you can help me um, if you can convince me how that how you you're monetizing that in your infant business that's probably not where you want to spend 90 percent of your time
2: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right definitely well listen we're going to run to a short break uh when we get back more on work life balance how do you stay healthy while you're becoming wealthy we'll be back in a moment give up Brian Dr. Greta and yep. Kevin McGee we'll be back soon never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off.
4: At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma.
2: I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now i got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. (laughs) I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable.
4: No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council
1: wwe superstar alberto del rio take one behold the angry giant try it again alberto behold the angry giant perfect good luck tonight behold the angry giant
4: yay read me another one dad
1: this is wwe superstar alberto del rio it only takes a moment to make a moment take time to be a dad today visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council
2: All right, all right, we're back. I give up we're a we We're back. Talking about back, work-life balance. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> and everything yeah. that it is.
2: And that it is. That it is. Um, you know, I think one of the the, the things that I really like to talk about here lately, particularly with work-life balance, business-life balance, entrepreneurship life balance. It's just this concept of health and wellness, right? You know, so, mm-hmm. so we're in this age of smoothies and green drinks and fresh juice and organic and all of these different things, and, and we're t- talking about being healthier in boot camps and spin classes. And so, you know, I know for me, uh, in the last couple of years, I've gotten, I've began, I've I've gotten a lot more serious about my health and wellness as it relates to, you know, entrepreneurship and, and trying to be at my best. I've always tried to be healthy, but I've really taken uh, a closer look at it the last couple of years. And I know Greta, you've always been athlete, athletic, you know, concerned about your health and your wellness. How important do you think that health and wellness piece is to successful entrepreneurship or, 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 or just being able to work successfully?
3: I think it's really important because, um, if we, if we want to use kind of an analogy or a metaphor here, you might want to give consideration of viewing the, the, the building and the development of your business similar to that of running a race. You need Ooh, to be anyway. prepared okay. fit and strong for the long haul. I was a distance right. runner for many years, and, you know, it happens to a lot of us. The first race, we're over. So despite the training, despite the coaching, you start out too fast. And what happens? You expend too much energy, too many resources, and you teeter out at mile eight of the half marathon. Right. <laughs> That's not good. So we have to learn to, to pace ourselves, but to do that, we have to be in, be in good shape. And uh, physical um, wellness um, is, is a huge part of it. I mean, we see the statistics um, we know that there are a lot of, you know, issues and comorbidities going on that are taking folks out of here pretty darn early. I mean, you Very know, quickly. we aren't that young, but we aren't that old, but I mean, we know that right. there are, you know, a few too many of our peers that have, that are not no longer here with us because of things like heart disease, diabetes, these things really do um, come up and affect us. And no matter how you and get around it, the are. building of a business, they they're indiscriminate. They do not care who you are. Yeah, And no yeah. matter, you know, how you get around it, building a business is a stressful process. And Definitely. so stress will take a toll on you. So if you don't take care of yourself to be able to manage that and endure those times, some less than good things can happen. Because they can happen anyway. But when you're fit and strong... Um, you can endure some of those things several years ago when uh my, uh one of my existing businesses was much younger um fit is a fiddle, healthy greta um, living life is great, and long and the short, I end up in the hospital very very ill, very ill, and so I had to have extensive surgery and that type of thing all as well and I remember. I'm asking the surgeon some things while I'm still, I'm still hospitalized and everything. And he's like, uh, credit. Cause I, I was, of course, I think I was asked if I was going home. It was like day number 12. I'm like, am I going home today? <laughs> right. And he says, I, got you know, reports to- I need you to right. slow down. <laughs> and he says, this is what you don't get. He said, you're sitting up, you're walking. You're going to, you're going to be back on the tennis court in a few weeks. And that type of thing. He's like, most people have had this surgery, this exact same time a few days ago that you did, they're not even able to sit up yet. Cause I was doing laps in the hospital right. and everything. I mean, I was, you know, and what, and all that to say, but he said, this is be- because you take great care of yourself. Yes. Obviously this surgery is not what you wanted. The situation is not what you wanted to be in, but it's allowing for such a much quicker recovery that all of that work, you know, eating right and taking care of myself, paid dividends even though I ended up in a situation that I didn't want to be in. Yeah,
2: I mean I think, you know, when I was, you know, younger, um I owned I was a, during my period as a restaurateur. Mm-hmm. which is That's stressful. Infam- infamously stressful. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so I recall vividly You know, working 15, 16, 17, 18-hour days uh, repeatedly. Uh, Ironically, you're in the restaurant business, but most people in the restaurant business don't eat well. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've noticed that. Right? I mean, it's it's the craziest thing. It's like you have everything you need to be healthy, but you don't eat any. You are like,
3: I'll just have the macaroni and cheese, thanks.
2: Uh, Right. But that I had no concern for, you know, working out, uh, running, exercising. I was just like, I just have to hit it every day. I have to get in there and hit it every day. And I didn't notice it then. But now years later, um, you know, I've started businesses. I'm in better health, uh, meditate, work out, exercise, all of those things. I'm really trying to take care of myself. My productivity Mm -hmm is so much greater now than then. You know, I mean, sure. I, I look at the energy that I, that I expended, you know, during during my early years, I look at the energy that I expend now to get the same, if not better, results. And it's amazing. You know, just like you said, I mean, you know, if your body is in good shape, if your mind is in good shape, if your spirit is in good shape, then almost by default, your business is going to be in good shape. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're going to do the thing that you need to do. And so now when I, when I encounter business owners, when I encounter business owners and clients, um, and working and, and kind of, you know, pushing themselves to the end or grinding it out, you know, I sort of say, Hey, look, you know, how is your health? You know, have you thought about, you know, ways that you can kind of reduce your stress level, you know, are there things you can do? Are there things you can eat? Um, you know, what is it that you can do to be, be more healthy? You know? No, because if you do that, then your business is going to automatically benefit. If you don't do that, That's right. your business is going to suffer. And so, so um, yep. you know, you have to be healthy, man. I mean, you know, I tell you have to be healthy now, I mean, if that was a one, you know, you have to be healthy. And even beyond that, I mean, I think being healthy and strong physically helps you, you know, deal with some of those mental battles. You know, when you've had Absolutely. a failure, you
3: you know, in your mind that contract, you can push forward.
2: You know, but you still feel good, healthy. You can go out there and kind of, you know, put put that put that energy or those frustrations into something else. Then it works out really, really well for you, man. So um, you, gotta exactly. you got to stay Get healthy. Got to stay. Got
3: healthy is is uh, everything. To balance um, because life. Um, balance of life, you know, I think that um, that that health and wellness means everything. Um, but in in the bigger sense, when our lives are flowing out of order. Um, there's a, a lower likelihood of achieving that, that, you know, the work-life balance that we're speaking of today. Um, and and then, excuse me, in turn, that, that health and wellness piece. Um, because, for example, one area may be going well. You know, let's just say it's the business. The business is blowing up, it's growing, it's doing doing everything you dreamed it would, would. And then your family life is the catastrophe, um you've fallen off a cliff spiritually, that is not wellness, obviously, and that's certainly not balance. So I think that um, it's important to think about it perhaps, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, Kevin, if one area may be at the forefront at any given time, but all the areas must be well-maintained, all the areas of one's life. So, Tara, did you have any thoughts on that? I think you're back with us just for a moment. I am
4: I completely agree i um I am not always that great in the health area health. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. I do I completely notice that things do seem more in like- line when I'm paying attention to my health and going to the gym. And part of health for me is maybe spending time at the spa. <laughs> or no, get that spa. is great health time. I love the spa. I'm with you. Yes. So, so yes, health is important because it allows me to go to to get a massage here and there, <laughs> and and being uh, able to and spending time meditating is huge too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Meditation. I mean, that is a very much a part of wellness. I mean, if if your you know, I guess in shorthand, if your mind is, is not right, how can mm-hmm. your mind or anything else be right? It is. It and I think um, for for many for most for most of us um, for many years for for decades it was very understated or underappreciated. And I think that. Mm-hmm. Um, just a total overall wellness of the body, mind, and the spirit are are becoming more, um, for lack of a better term, in vogue. But yeah. I think that's a good thing because we do mm-hmm. really need to give real attention to keeping our mental faculties well. Just just staying in just in a in a better place. I mean, I, that's yeah. just kind of my opinion. Your thoughts on yeah. that?
4: Yeah, I think just being able to. Even just the meditation part, or you know, somebody it might be praying or meditating or whatever it is, just to get into mm-hmm. a clear space and be able to go start your day with positive thoughts and thinking, and then transitioning that into your business is huge. Um, because if you're not in a good space, there's no way that people see it. People can see it on you. They know if you're feeling well. Um, it just makes a huge difference. So being able to get up, get your body moving, making sure that you're well mentally, physically, people notice it, and then they they also want to do business with you if you're a pleasant person and happy and and feeling good. So being able to give that off to them is is a big thing.
3: Right, because energy and vibrations are real. Yes, and mm-hmm. so we've all talked to you know, in, in, been in contact with an individual, and you go, like, you know, we I, I, you know, we just, I wasn't catching his vibe.
2: Well, if right. that, it's, just it's,
3: energy. No it's just energy. And so
2: the vibe. Om na no, ring, and, ging, ging. Om na wrong, wrong, <laughs> ging,
3: ging.
2: You have to
4: do that sometimes. You <laughs> you've got to,
3: do to, it. to
4: stand it out. You got to stanch <laughs> it out. <laughs> hey, you got oh. to, hey, listen.
2: I, I was playing. I was playing uh I was playing that the other day and uh my wife was like, Is that Tina Turner? I was like, Yeah, Tina Turner got a got a got a yoga album.
3: She oh, does. Right. Tina is is, is, is is quite an advanced yogi. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes.
2: Tina Tina is, is, is off the chain. Even my daughter was like, Daddy, what's that? It sounds so great. Who saw? You know, so uh yes. Tina definitely gets her meditation on, man. You know, I mean I think, you know, it's huge, man. I mean, you know, all those things, meditation, exercising, I mean, they're all given to us to be more successful, you know, in our businesses, man. So we have to definitely exactly. have to use them. Mm-hmm. So let's i
4: shows discipline. It. Pardon me? I said it. And it also just shows your discipline and, and your dedication to things. If you can be disciplined about your body, you can put it into anything else.
3: Definitely. And I agree with that. And I think if you if you know that you can as as within yourself, if you know that you you you're disciplined and respect your body, your temple, then it's it's I won't say it's much easier, but it's a natural next step to be to go out and do the same thing with other other entities, other people, and throughout all of the activities of your life.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we
2: got a couple That's minutes left, real real quick, real quick. So let's just. All of us, one thing that you think people should do for work-life balance. What about you, Greta, one thing?
3: Uh, I think the one thing is to remember that your health and wellness, the things that we've just been speaking about, that body is your your temple, but health and wellness, physical, mental, and emotional, they are the true cornerstones of a life well lived.
4: If you remember that, you'll go a long way.
2: Awesome. Miss Bailey, your one thing.
4: I think that just paying attention to the things that are meaningful to you, making sure that you're having meaningful meetings, meaningful relationships, um, makes a huge difference. So that would be my looking for meaningful And for things me, the life.
2: final thing, give up the grind, man. You don't have to work that hard. <laughs> give it up every once in a while. Give up the grind. Thank you Thank all. You Thank welcome. you, Tara, for a great interview. Thank you, Sarah. Guys, have a great week, and we will see you all next week on Give Up the Grind. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Give it up. Take care. God bless.
0: Check out our hot deals on fishing, hunting, and shooting gear during Cabela's Summer Clearance. Get your family ready for a day on the water with 40% off all in-stock adult and youth flotation vests and savings on rods, reels, and tackle. Upgrade your optics to a Vortex with $500 off their Razor HD Spotting Scope and $80 off their Crossfire 2 Rifle Scope. Plus, we've got savings on select ammo and reloading accessories. There's something for everybody during Cabela's Summer Clearance going on now. Check out our hot deals on fishing, hunting, and shooting gear during Cabela's Summer Clearance. Get your family ready for a day on the water with 40% off all in-stock adult and youth flotation vests and savings on rods, reels, and tackle. Upgrade your optics to a Vortex with $500 off their Razor HD Spotting Scope and $80 off their Crossfire 2 Rifle Scope. Plus, we've got savings on select ammo and reloading accessories. There's something for everybody during Cabela's Summer Clearance going on now.